This is In Search of the Pluriverse. We are Sophie Creer and Eric Wong. Join us on our quest for a world in which many worlds fit. We were invited by Het Nieuwe Instituut to be the first curators of their traveling academy. You can follow us online at pluriverse.hetnieuweinstituut.nl Ich mag, ich mag eine, so Street Mike ja. über das Leben hier in Berlin ja. und wie wir zusammen leben können. Und ähm, ja, sie, sie helfen die äh, Pigeons. Wie sagt man Pigeons? Tauben. Tauben. Ja. We do realize that outside our hyper-focused Berlin bubble, this city hosts many other lives and voices that deserve to be heard and recognized. And that is why, in this short intermission, we make room for Doreen, Fazile, Fluspus and Joanna, Berliners we met while walking the streets. What does fluidity mean to them? What brought them here? Who exactly is Berlin? And um, sprechen Sie auch Englisch oder? For our focus for Berlin, we feel that it's a kind of a fluid city. Yes. Do you feel the same? Yeah, I mean, um, what does fluid refer to? <laughs> In our idea, it's, there's a lot of freedom here to also be yourself. Oh, yes. Yes, this of course. <laughs> Very much. Are you a really Berliner? You live here since a long time? Um, I, I've been living here for, well, almost... 30 years now, but there are hardly any real Berliners. <laughs> this is typical of Berlin. Yeah. Yes, but I feel like a Berliner, yeah. And we are here with a lot of pigeons that you feed, as you just explained. Uh, yes. In German, they, they need to be fed, especially in the winter, I guess, um, right? Not yeah. only in the winter. This is the difference between um, domestic and wild animals, because wild animals only normally only need to be fed in, in winter, uh, but they have to be fed all year round because they can't get away from the cities. Uh, but they don't. They are stuck here. But they can't find anything. They uh, only eat grains, um, and they don't feed grains here. <laughs> so it's a kind of vicious circle. And and they breed all year round. Humans have, have uh, bred them to get young ones all year round, and so this is really very cool. Yes. And um, what, what is scaring them now? Uh, I think the building site. But yeah, um, one problem with pigeons is the prejudice linked with them. Um, most people think they are dangerous, but they are not. Yeah, not dangerous at all. And also their, their droppings. They are not um, acid. Uh, so not acid and they don't spread diseases as many no, people. Not, not to humans. <laughs> and is this their fixed uh, feeding spot? Yes, they absolutely know it. When I, get, when I come there, they fly down and follow me here and yeah. We are by the Fernsehturm, right? Yeah. Yes. So I'm here at a very uh, cute small place <laughs> just uh, behind the hotel. And I just ordered a delicious sandwich, which is now being grilled on the grill. So are you a Berliner? 
No, I'm not Berliner. I am how in Germany people say that I'm Ausländer. <laughs> I'm coming from Montenegro. And have you been long? Are you living long here in Berlin? I'm living here for two years already. And in which section of the city do you live? I live in Kreuzberg. And do you feel, I mean, Berlin is being mentioned as an arrival city, like a lot of people from different countries come here and live here. Did you really arrive here? Are you going to stay here? And do you feel welcome here? Yeah, actually, I, I really feel welcome here, thanks to, thanks to my colleagues from restaurants. I came here to work in the kitchen to learn the, to cook here, and it's, it's really good. And I like Berlin, really because of that. Because you in Berlin, you have a lot of people, a lot of cultures, you can learn a lot of things only in just one city. And I think it's amazing, you know, that people can share things about each other, about their, their cultures, and so I, I think it's amazing. And are you planning on staying here forever? Did you come alone? Did you come with others? I came here alone. And uh, I have planned to stay to stay here, maybe one day to have my restaurant, why not? I mean, I hope, but uh, the plan now is to stay in Berlin. And was it difficult for you to find an affordable place to live? Uh, I, I found one small apartment for me. Actually, my chef helped me. Uh, she helped me a lot of, with that because uh, it was really difficult to find an apartment in Berlin when you are when you are coming from other countries you know uh, because you need some papers to finish and if you don't know language it's difficult when they see that they are not from here it's probably not the best option and the prices for houses are they still affordable is it hard to find a place that you know isn't like super expensive yeah, i mean it's, it's it depends from the part of cities where you live you know if you live um, like in the center of Berlin, Mitte, and things like that, that's a little bit more expensive, but you have like the more faraway places that... Can you mention some of these Viertels that are still affordable? I mean, there's some nice places and at Friedrichshain, at Wedding, at... Uh, I, I can't remember, there's one more place, but I forgot it. And at that part you can find, you know, the rooms for sharing, the apartments, you know, you can find everything what you want in Berlin. You, you, you don't have to take your own apartment, you can take just only one room in the house or something. It's everything possible here. Can I, do you mind if I ask you a, uh, one tiny question? Yeah. Because I'm, uh, as you can see, I'm recording sound. I made, I'm making a like a small radio series. On, we call it Fluid Berlin. Fluid. Fluid Berlin, possibly with a question mark, right? Okay. Because that's a question, I think, how fluid Berlin really is. I don't know what would be fluidity for you. Like spontaneously say it is when the people just do things without the other care about making people doing things. This is uh, fluidity of the society, I think. Yeah. Berlin, always less, I have to say. People waiting for what they have to do. They uh, say... Yeah, what yeah they it's less and less. They don't know what they have to do, what they can, what they can't. So this is not very fluid, actually. This is more mechanical. That's and my you feeling. You said more and more. So how long have you lived here in Berlin? Nine years. 
Yeah, more and more because of, of course, also nowadays, these things comes up more and more in the sense the more restriction they are, then the most you see how really fluid are the people. And then for stuff like um, hatred or attitudes like this is not actually what makes the city fluid. May I ask what brought you to Berlin? And you are now brooming here in this um, alleyway. We are right ah, behind, yeah. right behind the, what is the Hacke? Hacke Schöhöfe. Yeah, well, here I came to play music, firstly. And then in this difficult time, for music is not that easy though, so I feel kind of happy being here and brooming this uh, yard for artists and culture at the end. So I feel still doing the same. I'm doing music, you're recording my music. <laughs> yes, yes, you can follow me on Facebook. Fluss Plus. Fluss? Fluss Plus. Fluss Plus. Fluss Plus, <laughs> plus, plus yeah. It is a really nice sound, the brooming sound. I I always like <laughs> Make music out of the broom. That's already <laughs> happened. There was a band making broom concert. Well, Johanna, you shouldn't be nervous at all because, you, <laughs> you know, we're neighboring each other in the train <laughs> from Berlin to Amsterdam. And um, you asked if this seat were free, and it was free, yeah. and now we're together. <laughs> and you uh, study in Enschede, yeah. but you moved a couple of years ago to Berlin. So you live in Berlin, so you commute to Enschede every now and then? Not l that long ago. I just lived there for a few months. So you're a new Berliner. Yeah. Why did you move to Berlin? There were several reasons for me that I moved there. Like, I'm from a pretty tiny... 3,000 people in the sub area I'm living in and like there were always a lot of people that are very close-minded where I, I got the feeling sometimes that I wouldn't be that accepted and so your identity needed space yeah so you somehow. moved to Berlin yeah I had the feeling that in Berlin it was like way more open in general and that you get way more accepted for who you are somehow And was it difficult for you to uh, find a place to live in Berlin these days? Oh, I was so lucky because a friend of mine uh, who lives in Friedrichshain near the Volkspark um, moved to Budapest for a whole year. And so through my friends, I got this flat or this room right now. It's a um, flat with two rooms. Like I'm living there with a good friend of mine. So um, to end this short conversation, My partner in crime for this podcast series, Sophie Creer and I, we were looking for fluid Berlin this week. Well, you seem to, to have a pretty fluid identity, if I just <laughs> look at you. And um, what does fluidity mean to you? Like, for me, fluidity is a term of some hope. It, we just talked about it a little bit. It's not that you have those to all terms of male and female but it's everything in between and I can like identify with that way more like with this non-binary more type that I don't have to be in this pressure okay and am I a woman now am I a man I don't have to decide but do you think that the city of Berlin understands what fluidity is does Berlin understand your fluidity 
more than my country city for sure um, but I think it's also hard to tell because like who is Berlin In Search of the Pluriverse is part of the Traveling Academy, an initiative of Het Nieuwe Institute in close partnership with the Consulate General in Istanbul and embassies in Germany, Morocco, Spain and the UK. The Traveling Academy brings together makers from these regions and the Netherlands to learn how formal and informal ways of knowing can support each other in tackling ecological, sociopolitical and spatial issues.